Well, good morning. This is the Lou Rockwell Show, and it's great to have as our guest again, uh, Mr. Mark Shaw. Mark is uh, an extraordinary journalist, an extraordinary author, the author of 25 books, the only one of which I've read, but was an extraordinary uh, piece of investigative reporting was The Reporter Who Knew Too Much, in which Mark talks about the murder of Dorothy Kilgallen, who was, I guess, the most prominent journalist uh, or columnist of her time. Uh, she also was a TV star on the show, What's My Line? And uh, I remember watching her. She was a very elegant lady, uh, very smart. And, of course, they they smeared her upon her death by claiming that uh, she uh, had alcohol and drugs and that had, uh, that had killed her when, in fact, uh, she was murdered. Well, now Mark has got a, his second Kilgallen book full of unbelievable documents that, uh, as far as I know, only he has gotten a hold of, and he's going to tell us about that. But the title of it is Denial of Justice, Dorothy Kilgallen, Abuse of Power, and the Most Compelling JFK Assassination Investigation in History. So, Mark, tell us, um, how did you get the how did you how did you get the Jack Ruby trial transcripts and the other material that you've gotten? Well, thanks, and thanks again for having me on the the program. Uh, um, there were three or four reasons that I wrote this book. I'd already written the biography of Kilgallen, the reporter who knew too much, and uh, blessed that was a, a bestseller and the movie rights and all that. So I wasn't going to write about Dorothy again, but I'd gotten all these uh, emails from people around the world, uh, probably uh, some of them through my being on your program and others. And they gave me new information about Dorothy's life and times. People knew her, knew who somebody that knew her. They knew about her death. They knew about her JFK assassination. I kept uh, uh, keeping a file on all of this and um, finally decided that there was room for a new book based on four reasons, really. Uh, the first was that I learned more about Dorothy's death, uh, pointing to murder. Uh, I was able to uh, learn more about the main suspect in her death with new evidence towards him. Uh, I was able to uh, learn more about exactly why the New York District Attorney's Office uh, stopped the investigation into Dorothy's death last year. But as you mentioned, I was able to secure a copy of the uh, original uh, Jack Ruby trial transcripts. Now, these have been buried for about 40 years. They actually were available somewhat on online and other places, but nobody ever had uh, included the transcript excerpts in a book. I got these in June. They were given to me by a lawyer down in uh, Fresno, California, 2,000 pages uh, <laughs> of material. It took me about two weeks to go through them, and I was able to come up with about 25 excerpts that I felt really made a difference that people ought to know about. And uh, so that's what I've uh, provided in the new book. And in fact, today, uh, an exclusive kind of for your show, I've gone ahead and put those transcripts up on my uh, my website, markshawbooks.com, where people can actually see the transcripts in their original form, uh, the actual pages. And uh, they contain, as, as people will read, uh, three or four very shocking uh, pieces of testimony that I can share with you this morning. Well, please, please share them. Well, uh, as you know, uh, Jack Ruby had always uh, said that he just happened to uh, uh, come upon uh, the Dallas Police Department basement, uh, and he was just across the street at the Western Union office, and then he came across the street, and he just happened to go down in there and shoot, uh, shoot Oswald. Well, uh, that's been the story for 50-plus years. Many people believe it. Many people thought it was a bunch of baloney. But uh, Dorothy Kilgallen sat in the front row at that trial uh, in March 1964, and she not only was the only reporter to interview Jack Ruby, 
and then expose his Warren Commission testimony before uh, it was to be released. But she listened and watched all this testimony. And what she learned is that there were specific witnesses who testified to uh, three or four things that will be it'll be shocking and completely destroy any idea of this Oswald alone theory, prove that there was a plot to kill the president. The first one was that Jack Ruby actually watched the assassination. Now, you have to kind of stop and think about that, but he actually <laughs> did. There's testimony in there from a credible witness that says that Ruby was in the Dallas Morning News offices at the very time that, kill, uh, that uh, JFK was killed and watching out a window that faced uh, Daly Plaza. J just stop and think about what that wow. means to begin with, that he knew about the assassination before it happened. The second was that uh, he, the testimony showed that he had many police uh, friends in the police department and that those friends then assisted him with stalking Oswald. The third piece of information that's so uh, shocking, uh, Lou, is that a parking lot owner across from Ruby's Carousel Club, Ruby came over there the Saturday before he shot Oswald and uh, used the pay phone. And this gentleman testified that he listened to the conversation. And Ruby, first of all, asked about when Oswald would be transferred. And then probably the most shocking at all said to whoever he was talking to, I will be there. And then there's more wow. testimony that he acted like a reporter to get into the basement and so on and so forth. People can read this for themselves. But there's no question that that shows a connection between Ruby and Oswald and whoever masterminded the JFK assassination. And, of course, Dorothy had figured that out, I believe. But this new evidence hopefully should put to rest some of the distortions of history uh, that have been going on for more than 50 years. And she was writing a book about the Kennedy assassination that uh, mysteriously disappeared after she was killed. Exactly. And now, see, we know that she had put herself even more in more danger because she interviewed Ruby. She uh, had all this information from the trial. She was going to put that in the book she was writing for Random House. And those people who could not let her write the book and expose the truth about the JFK assassination as November of 1965 came along, uh, they decided that they had to, to stop her. And Dorothy, as you know, was found dead in a in a in a bedroom she never slept in, and a bed she never slept in, wearing uh, uh, her eyelashes, makeup, and a uh, hairpiece she never wore to bed, a stage death scene for sure, but there was no investigation of her death, and that's why I was so pleased when I got the New York District Attorney's Office to say they would investigate the death. However, uh, as I've proven in the new book, that was a completely bogus investigation. So who did? Who was responsible for who? who masterminded her murder and and the and the cover up of the murder. Well, as I've shown in the new book, and by the way, I wrote a, a 25 page letter to Cyrus Vance Jr. that's up on the DorothyKilgallenStory.org, telling him why I believe there's a new investigation. And part of that is really connecting J. Edgar Hoover uh, to Dorothy's death. Uh, I found Dorothy's uh, butler's daughter and uh, had a long conversation with her in New York City, and she told me that on the day that Dorothy died. Between the time the body was found and the police came, FBI agents swarmed the apartment, or at least uh, agents posing as FBI agent, people posing as them, came and they took away uh, all of the documents that Dorothy had in boxes. She describes that. Well, that's another connection with J. Edgar Hoover to Dorothy. And of course, Dorothy was printing all these, publishing all of these Oswald alone theory doesn't make sense uh, columns and all of that. And we really believe that he was the one that had the most to lose 
if he had been exposed in the book she was writing for Random House, because that would have resulted in a grand jury investigation. And that's the last thing that J. Edgar Hoover wanted to happen because he had covered up uh, the uh, the investigation into into JFK's death. People might think because of all the propaganda, uh, pro FBI propaganda in the entertainment industry uh, and elsewhere, that uh, of course they that they wouldn't engage in such a thing. Uh, but the FBI is America's secret police, and like other secret police in other countries, uh, they certainly don't hesitate to kill people. Uh, so, um, well, you're uh, you're a man of the truth, uh, like I am, and I appreciate your letting me expose all this this morning. And yes, you're right. But, you know, unfortunately, the government, uh, you know, all the documents, for instance, that were supposed to come out with the JFK uh, files last uh, last October, they weren't all released. No. Uh, Cyrus Vance uh, says he's going to do an investigation of Dorothy's death and they hide documents there uh, and they and they decided not to uh, uh, probe her death as, as they were supposed to uh, because apparently of the of the government corruption even 50 years ago. So. Uh, unfortunately, these things happen with our government uh, when people have the right to know uh, really the truth. Well, you're you're exposing the truth. And of course, you're a hero for doing so. Well, I don't know about being a hero, but I'm going to keep keep fighting for justice, as you do every day, uh, Lou, on your program. But I will suggest people go to markshawbooks.com, my website, and you can find the link there. You can go right in there and look at all of the transcripts. There's also information kind of connecting it with what Dorothy knew and why she went ahead and uh, uh, was able to write the columns that she did. So uh, that's kind of my contribution to history, and I hope people will take a look, and then they can make up their own mind as to what uh, they think happened. And you, th you said that these were perhaps not actual FBI agents. They were people working directly for Hoover, but not but not FBI agents? Well, we pretty much know that uh, Hoover's agents had been in the townhouse before. I found a never-before-published uh, memo of um, uh, from J. Edgar Hoover to the Warren Commission talking about Dorothy uh, not giving her source for exposing the Jack Ruby trial, uh, Jack Ruby testimony before the Warren Commission. And it, it goes ahead and shows the disdain that Hoover had for her in fact, it has that quote in here that's famous that I had in the first book, The Reporter Who Knew Too Much. And by the way, denial of justice is for people who read the first book and, and didn't read the and, and didn't read the, the first book. But that memo says that Dorothy made that famous comment, I would rather die than reveal my sources. And, you know, uh, that shows the integrity that that woman had. And I'm sure that uh, Jared Hoover got a laugh out of that comment. Uh, I, I probably did, although I think he was probably uh, embarrassed by that situation. You know, one of the documents released last October says that the first thing that he did was send a memo to the attorney general's office saying, basically, you know, we need to show that Oswald acted alone. Uh, that's in the new book as well, but that's been released mm -hmm. so people can see that. So, you know, J. Edgar Hoover was a, a fascinating person in many ways. I have, um, you know, real disdain for the way that he acted, but um, he was smart. You remember, uh, if, if he would have acknowledged that there was any sort of plot to kill JFK, then he could be responsible. But if it was a nut like Oswald, then there was nothing anybody could have done. So right away, he hooked onto that Oswald alone bandwagon. And that's what drove everybody in, the, in, the, in a, a different direction, that direction, when Dorothy was looking at it from the other aspect. There's one other point that's interesting. Um, Hoover brainwashed basically the American public with that Oswald alone 
uh, you know, nonsense, but also the Ruby trial jury. In those transcripts, um, I was able to go in and, and look at when exactly these uh, shocking statements were made about Ruby's behavior before he shot Oswald. And um, it was interesting in a jury, um, uh, one of the jurors' um, spiral notebooks that I have a copy of in the book, on that particular day, he doesn't even mention that kind of testimony. The jury foreman wrote a book. There's nothing in there about these startling statements about Ruby. And the reason was because they were only looking at Ruby's sanity. They really weren't looking at any plot to kill the president because uh, uh, because J. Edgar Hoover had headed them in that direction. So do you think that J. Edgar Hoover was responsible for the killing of Kennedy or was he simply concerned about being blamed for it? My hope is that my research will lead to more research. And now that we know about the Ruby actions, which J. Edgar Hoover uh, may very well have known about, uh, and that would then implicate him uh, in the JFK assassination. I mean, you know that there was the uh, complete um, separation between Hoover and the Kennedy family. He had all kinds of dirt on them with mm -hmm. JFK and Marilyn and all of that. So it's not, you know, far-sighted to believe that he may have known. And I hope my research showing what Ruby did, that he was going to be there when, when Oswald was killed or transferred and all of that might lead in that direction. I hope it will. I must say I was disappointed. I thought that Trump was actually going to release all these documents. And of course, he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, outside of a, of a few of us, it seemed to me nobody seemed to care that he was withholding these documents so many years after this event. And, and you, have to under, uh, you have to wonder why. Uh, you know, it's 55 years. I, I assume they're saying it's something about national security. But what I think it's all about is the same thing that stopped Cyrus Vance Jr. into looking into Dorothy's death thoroughly. And that is because government officials are so hesitant to uncover government corruption. And I think that's what happened in 1963, uh, in 65, when Dorothy died with last fall when the, when the president did not release those documents. And then recently when Vance Jr. covered up all this new, new material about Dorothy's death, including documents and everything else. So I'm going to keep fighting for Dorothy to get the justice de she deserves and keep after Cyrus Vance Jr. I asked him to um, convene a grand jury, and I'm hopeful that will happen. Well, Mark, it's tremendous the work you're doing, and uh, I, I don't know how you find time besides all the other books you write <laughs> to, 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 to do these kinds of investigations, but thank goodness uh, you do. And I think uh, everybody who's concerned with the truth, everybody who's concerned about uh, the killing of President Kennedy and uh, who did it and how it was covered up uh, owes you a tremendous vote of thanks. And uh, we're, of course, going to uh, link to all of your books, to your, to your five key books, as well as the two Kilgallen books. And um, just it's an honor to talk to you and keep it up. Well, it's my, my honor as well. People probably wonder how you have the time to do everything you do with your show, and it makes a lot of difference. Uh, I now am remembering uh, specifically one email that I got from uh, a person in New York City who had listened to the program when you had me on and, and led me to some information about uh, what Dorothy did the night before she died. So wow. I thank you so much for that and for doing this today. Mark, thanks a million. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, thanks so much for listening to The Lou Rockwell Show today. Take a look at all the podcasts. There have been hundreds of them. There's a link on the LRC front page. Thank you.